Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 49. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is the season one finale, Challenge on Chaosara. Lily and Imogen confront the UED ghost Neiman to liberate his captives at an abandoned Cerberus Corps facility on Chalsara. Along the way, they make an unlikely ally, disrupt a research experiment, and test the resilience of some relationships. Please note, this episode has sound quality different from our usual due to a temporary change in our recording conditions. I've cleaned it up as best I can. If it doesn't work for your ears, remember that you can visit our website, diceystories.com, to read the serialized version of this and our other adventures. Our regular sound quality will return with episode 52. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You want to move Old Red to the garage before we leave? Yeah, I'll go out there and see if Old Red's still there. Okay. I think we go out together in case I need to mechanics anything. Right. Let's go see what Big Red's up to. Do you need a survival check for us even to find it? I don't. It's just a couple. <laughs> it was just a mile or two out and it's by Raider's stop point. Is it still there? It is, in fact, still there. Oh. You got the keys. Yay. Give me an easy mechanics check. To get it up and around? Yeah, it hasn't been sitting there for a couple weeks now. Success. You got it got it a couple times. Yeah, I don't think it's injured or anything. I think it's all full up. It's just been sitting. Yep, it was just a little rusty. You might want to touch up the paint a little bit. But... Yeah, because it, it says here it's a beloved vulture bike, so I think we're going to have to touch it up. Touch up Saffron from the crashes. But yes, you can ride that back. Do we think we need to try to disassemble it and stick it inside Saffron? Do we think we will need a vulture bike on Chalsara? Oh, wait. Now we have three silhouette one people of Snowball's transformation. So we cannot all cram onto this vulture bike together. Yeah, and also if we're starting to look at taking cargo back and forth, then as much as I love Old Red, I think we'd probably do better to have the cargo space. All right. So future plans is to look for a bike rack. Bike rack on the outside. To mount on uh, the yeah. exterior. Just make Old Red the escape pods. So you can just launch Ooh. into Old Red. And That's yeah, a- I was wondering if we could use that space. Maybe uh, when, future plan. when we get somewhere that has like a, a solid spaceport. We're probably not the first people that thought, hey, can I attach a vulture bike to... To my science vessel escape pod latch? I can tell you, it's to... going to make the handling worse. <laughs> For which? For both? Yeah. <laughs> Mainly the science vessel. <laughs> so we park Old Red in the garage at Lee June's. You say goodbye to Sunshine and leave her running around this compound? I guess I probably should just let her go outside. Like outside the compound completely? We're worried about the turrets. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, is there any sort of like transponder we could put on her so that the turrets would know she was a uh, friendly? Yeah, Lee Jean does say, sure, that's safe. It, my concern is sunshine, like maybe what if she gets captured and someone gets that transponder? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, right. that's a valid concern. But I don't know what she, like how big is the compound because nobody's going to be here to feed her. We can put out a bunch of food. In places that she'll need to be clever to get at it, so she won't get it all at once. <laughs> I guess it would be a survival skill to see how well... Yeah, give me a two purple survival. 
how well um, Give Lily a challenge. Yeah, Lily thinks it goes. But yeah, I would like to keep her in the compound. But I wasn't also sure she wouldn't take off a transponder. I'm also not sure she won't get out of the compound. So what, two advantages? Three advantages. Yeah, you set up plenty of food, but it's it's hard to trick sunshine. Yeah, yeah. She Does she eat it before we leave? She starts eating some of it before you okay. leave. Like, as you're getting on for the final takeoff, you see she's already found, like, the first stack. The first stack. I don't anticipate we're going to be away for, like, a week. Like, we're just going to another planet in this system, so. Yeah, it takes, like, an hour to get there. Don't worry too much. Uh, yeah, you know what? No, Lily's not going to worry about it. I picture we're taking off, and, like, Lily notes on the screen, like, she sees Sunshine go and start eating the food already, and Lily's thought is probably something like, she's such a smart girl. <laughs> Good job, Sunshine. <laughs> if I worry at all, I'm like, I wonder what she's going to get into. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure she can get stuff out of the fridge. I mean, she's opened a door. Stole a bunch of things on board a paddle cruiser, so she can get around. Yeah. All right. She is a smart girl. She'll probably be running the place when we come back. How bad is the atmosphere of Chowsara? It's not that it's super toxic, it's extremely thin. If you have a filter mask, you'll be fine outside. Okay. I appreciate that information. I was wondering in terms of coming in, the piloting, like, down. This is a ruined planet, right? Is it a stormy thing? Is it just, like, is there no atmospheric activity at all? Like... There's very little atmospheric activity. Because there's very little atmosphere. There's just very little atmosphere going on. Uh, I'll say, as you are, you're in space, you're approaching the world, it just looks like a very homogenous brown blob. And this used to be a fully populated planet? Not fully populated. It was a fringe world like Marsara, uh, but it was populated. It was like the same kind of arid, rocky world, but it had plants, water, people, but not anymore. Now it's a very relatively even surface, but extremely hard, slightly glassy material. All right. But well, you know the exact location that you want to touch down on. So the only terrain around is like rocky stuff. Pretty much, yeah. I would like to, before we touch down, to do sensor sweeps the area to try to see like, is there another ship here? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What's a good place to land? Are there Zerg? Yeah, that's what <laughs> Lily's, Lily's thinking those things about is, Zerg and is landing. Is the thing that we're looking for here? <laughs> and Imogen's thinking, is Neiman here already? Yeah. Is yeah. Neiman here now? He's I, right behind you. Like, <laughs> so Lee June said that she could help us. She knows how to do computery things. Yes. Imogen's just like, you have to hit some of these buttons. Uh, you're, you're living in a world of dials and this, switches. You're this, used this to a world of voice commands. This is Imogen giving a blue dye to Lee June. Oh, that's what you want that happen? <laughs> I want Lee June to run the sensors while Imogen is essentially telling Lee June like, what okay. to look for. You're going to make the roll, though. Yeah. If, if Neiman's here, we brought Lee June. We've been trying to introduce these two. Uh, that uh, plan died quite a few episodes ago <laughs> when he started tracking us. I don't trust him at this point. Her roll is going to be two yellows and a green. And you're just doing a general sensor sweep right now. I don't know how many times you want us to make these rolls. I was thinking that she was making a computer's check because I want to look for cloaked things. You specifically like want to look for his ship. Yes. That was the thing you're most interested in. Right. Okay. Because otherwise if it was just like, if you want us to start with just general stuff, then I would just do the perception check to read for mundane no, stuff. No, no. You, you know what you're looking for so do three purples. Failure. 
So, like, Lee June, like, runs the scan. Uh, she's like, okay, I can detect the, where the facility is. There's definitely some activity going on there. But I, I can't get any readings on this ship that you're describing it. Now, it could be that if the whole ship is powered down, we wouldn't be able to detect it. Or it could be it's not here. Okay. I can't tell you which one of those it is, though. All right. When we get on the ground, we'll look for actual tracks. What was the activity that she saw on the ground? Uh, the power is definitely on in that facility, not going to detect. There's a front door of some sort. Okay. So I wasn't sure if it was like Zerg activity or... The distance you're at, it's just like general sort of power readings, like the lights are on inside. Okay. All right. Let's see if we find a good place to put her down. I will need a two purple piloting check. Are you looking for a place that's defensible or you're just going to park near the entrance? Maybe defensible. I've been kind of the security. I'm reckless, but not with my ship. So, yet. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's look for a defensible place that nobody's going to come steal and, our ship and Lee June. And Lee June can monitor the area around her. Yeah. Self. Okay. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, you can... The train is mostly level, but it's not perfectly level. It's somewhat rolling, so you can find a little dip behind the front door. Oh, okay. So, you're not immediately in view. That sounds now, granted, If someone's like literally watching, they'll see your ship come down. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to see. But if they're not. And our walkie talkies will be able to work between us and Lee June? Yes, you should not have a major issue with that. Unless oh, that would be good. If, if okay. something comes up to attack her, then at least we'll be nearer. Yeah. Now, I'm more worried about like Zerg coming and getting her. I mean, I know she's in the ship. She's been okay on her own, but she has turrets and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't want to leave her. To the best of your knowledge, this planet, like, there, there shouldn't be any Zerg left alive. I trust Lee June. I ask her if she knows how to fly. She says, well, I've done a little bit. Piloting's not my... I'm not suggesting she leave right now, but like... I'm not going to leave you two behind. If things get like really hot on the ground, just like for her to take off. I see. I'm not suggesting she try to like do dogfighting with, you know, mutalisks. But if a bunch of like hydralisks are are coming or something like that. Yeah. I'm also not suggesting she, uh, you know, abandon us. Yeah. And steal our ship. But. Good idea. Woohoo! <laughs> she finally, Lee seconds. June finally has some fun. Yeah. Lee <laughs> June's great adventure. So I want her to feel comfortable that, like, if she thinks that's the best course of action, she can take it. Okay. The, this button is the radiation beam. This one's EMP. Probably the EMP is what we're most interested in, I suppose. Um, no problem at all. Look at that. Just three successes. Yep, three successes. Not an issue at all. <laughs> what is your loadout going in? Snowball's coming. Snowball is no longer encumbrance. Correct. But Snowball right. cannot functionally do anything? Snowball has a very limited capacity to like interact because Snowball's just a blob. Snowball cannot carry anything of significant encumbrance. But it seemed like from the video he can regenerate, but he's no longer indestructible. He's definitely not indestructible. He can reform. Okay. Are you going to leave the shotgun and take the frying pan? Yeah. Unless you want to take the shotgun. Uh, no. I have no need for a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I needed to do both of them at okay. this point. So if I take all of my things, which is the mechanics kit and the med kit, then I... Oh, let me ask this other question that might require us to rewind a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Did you want to try the terrazine or not before we come here? If we were going to try it, the time to do it would have been like last night. 
And after I was really tired from... Oh, right. You got all worn out from this disgusting snowball thing. Yeah. So I don't know how that would factor in in gameplay. So if that would like lower her will, then yeah. I don't know that there's a lot that would stop Lily unless she thought it was like well, dangerous for other people. The thing is, like Imogen wouldn't bring it up again. Like Imogen told you about it. Right, right, right. And like left the decision in your hands. Probably right. if you're like all exhausted, like it wouldn't occur to Lily. Okay, so she forgot about it. Unless it comes up again, I don't even know that Lily is remembering. Like, I may at some point be like, oh, yeah, memory would be, I really wish I could remember it. Maybe I'll think of it, but I okay. don't, she, I've forgotten about it. Lily's forgotten about you it. You can certainly have it on your person. Yeah, the vial is in the med kit. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to carry the med kit, although I will most likely be the one who uses it for things. Yeah, what is the encumbrance on that then? It's two. Because that just gives me a little bit of breathing space that I can acquire things here that might be useful. And you have your breathing mask? Yeah. And then it's time to go approach the door and see if we can get in with our human and our surf. Okay. Uh, you guys approach the door. Again, the whole surface here is like rocky, strangely smoothed over. Uh-huh. Uh, you can uh, feel... So nothing to leave tracks in? Not really, no. I hope it's not one zerg per turn. Uh, we will find out in what form are you directing Snowball to take? Um, or still just blobtacular? Well, I guess if the ground is like rocky, I would probably have him follow me, because at least then he has legs. Okay. Just follow me, he takes that sort So of... I say follow me in that I'm assuming he goes back, but I don't know, he might change what he did. No, it's sort of that similar form that he took before. I will ask whether... It would be better for Snowball to take the form of a normal Zerg, so that no, like if anybody is here, they don't know he's a special one. So if I tell him to go to attention, he'll turn into a little hydralisk, but I don't know how to get him to move. I don't know how to turn him into a Zerg and have him walk. I turn to Snowball and I say, can you turn into hydralisk? Uh, give me a leadership check. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I know two commands, and they, this yeah. is what they do. But it's ask cool. hasn't been one of them. <laughs> two purples and a black? Or is it a purple? It was a one purple yesterday. Yeah, a purple and a black. I have four successes. <laughs> uh, what did you ask me? I was just like, can, can you turn into a hydralisk? Snowball had just finished forming into like this vaguely turn female form. And directly swaps, and it's really gross to watch. Actually, it particularly gross to watch a like Terran form change to Zerg one. You're right there. I'm gonna need a like two purple fear check. That is just unsettling. Yeah, that's. Give you a blue die because like you literally asked for this. So this is the hardest part about working with them is just how gross it is to watch. It is gross. I succeed. Yeah, it is unnerving to see a Terran face morph this way into a kind of short hydralis. Like a normal hydralis is taller than Lily is, probably seven, almost eight feet tall. Uh, this is maybe like 6'2 to 6'4. Much taller than you, but. Alright. That way, if anybody's watching, like, they just think we have a Hydralisk with us. Good point. Does this Hydralisk have its Cerberus thing visible, or did he kind of like grow some spines or something mm-hmm. around it? I think in this case, it's like he's got a lump on his head, but it's not obviously visible. Okay. And is there some really difficult tracking check we can make to see if anybody else has been here recently? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can make a check that is two purples and two blacks of survival. You two want to work together, you can. All right. It's all successes. Four successes. And a triumph. Four and a triumph. And a triumph. So you want me to take that strain, or do you want to... Four whatever? threats. You can take two strain, I'm going right. to think. 
two threats. Okay, you succeed. There's definitely two sets of human of Terran tracks that have through here. Any Zergs accompanying them? You do note a couple Zergs. You can definitely tell there's a Hydralisk Slither here, full size. And when you say that there's two sets of human tracks, are they distinct, or is it just... Like, They're distinct. Flip? Okay. Uh, it looks like there's like the heavy boot prints, uh, and there's someone in more casual wear. Okay. You have a Triumph. You also detect different Zerg tracks that you're not familiar with what kind of Zerg this is. Cash in the bank, new Zerg. claws, maybe like a scorpion-like. You presume it's a Zerg. It could okay. be a... Just something insect. else that was... It could be a Protoss animal that... It is possible. Yeah. There's definitely something that does not... It doesn't walk like a Hydralisk or something. It's something that clearly has like six legs and moves okay. in an unusual fashion like this. You could attempt a Natlite like Zerg check if you wish. Yeah, why not? You can have a blue dye from Imogen. Yeah. That's going to be three purples and a black. This is very, very difficult to yeah, identify assuming... Zerg from its tracks in a place where tracks are not easily spotted. Failure with... Oh, I didn't see this Two guy. threats. Okay, failure with two threats. You are not sure. You're not even sure that is Zerg. That could be any number of insects or... Machine. Machines. All right, do you want me to take those as strain or do you want to... No, I, I want you to leave it with the uncertainty. The banking. Like, you're looking okay. at it again you realize this... This could be like some sort of robot that he has with him as well. You just do not know. Yeah, no clue. Can I remember what type of boots Neiman? Like, was Neiman wearing like clunky work boots or does a ghost outfit have like softer? They generally have softer, but you know that Neiman had, he had like combat boots. Okay. Which would relatively fit the description. Like, you couldn't say for sure it was Devin Neiman, but. Right. I thought we found tracks in Abdul's house, or was that just blood? There was blood in Abdul's house, and there was, like, radiation residue from okay. the cloaking. Which okay. I could see with the goggles, but I don't have those anymore, so we can't check for residue. But right, get my gun ready. Pistol out. Yep, you're right near the door. You can see on either side of the door, there's clearly, there's, like, the Cerberus logo. On one side of the door, and the other side of the door is this unusual, like, skeletal spiral pattern. Is yes. that like what's on Jimmy's armor? It is like what's on Jimmy's armor. Is it the same as what's on Jimmy's armor? It's or is it just like, oh, this is more creepy Zerg imagery? It, uh, you're, it's just creepy Zerg imagery. I think okay. that might be the Zerg side. What is it like? Palm print? Face? What is this thing? It, it is a like palm print okay. kind of thing. And you don't need to be vacuum sealed for this because there is some atmosphere. I am going to need, like you don't have legitimate access credentials to this place. So I will yeah. still need a skull duggery check, but you don't need to force your way in. Okay. Uh, so I will need a hard skullduggery check. And you two can work together on this. Seems like a good time to use a flashback. Because maybe you do have legitimate... Or maybe I remember how to, this thing works. I think you do have a flashback to opening this door. At one point, you may have had legitimate access credentials. You look across. You're at your door. Tell me with it, you look to your battle buddy. There's a large hydralisk. Oh, yeah. Uh, sitting... I, was, right I remember him. <laughs> may or may not be the same one. Yeah. Uh, maybe Lily probably knows. Uh, the audience can't tell the difference. Lily probably doesn't know either, but yeah. she's going to assume it is. This hydra's kind of growls slightly, takes it, and you have to put your numbers in. Like, you put your number in, his number then. So it's not just you put your sequence in, he puts his sequence in. Like, you literally have to okay. work together. In a particular... Oh, it isn't just scan that there's the Zerg. Like, the Zerg does have to be a Cerberus Zerg. Yes, there has to be some... Like, if you could train a Zerg to do what you needed to do, you'd be fine. It's like you're having to issue orders to... 
I think to Snowball. I think Imogen is assisting Snowball. Like that's how Imogen is helping here. Is, like, taking Snowball's yeah. like because Snowball's really not that bright. Taking Snowball's hydralisk claw and like tapping things yeah. with it. You did not go with the cunning Zerg option. I mean, he's like two. <laughs> that's true. All right. So I remember doing this. Oh yeah, I succeed with an advantage. If you want, you can just recover some strain. Okay. As it is, for you, it is more like just a muscle memory. You put in your number, like you look over and you're like impatiently waiting for your associate. And it's more like three, your number's three. Yeah. You always forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a little bit of back and forth with that. I'm like three, no, seven. I'm seven. like, come on, Fiero. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this guy's name was. Whatever your name for the, the Zerg yeah. uh, partner is. Yeah, so you go back and forth several times and it's sort of like side by side in your flashback memory and right now the door opens. Now, the door opens and immediately like a heavy blast of air comes out because atmosphere out here, very thin. Right. Atmosphere in there, apparently okay. They didn't have like some sort of a pressure. Room. Like airlock? Yeah. yeah. That would have been a good idea. Well, <laughs> maybe when they built the facility they didn't have this. There was, yeah, there yeah. was atmosphere back then. <laughs> yes. So there's a blast of an air for a second. I'm going to go in. So am I. Okay. Uh, you pop in. It is stark kind of metal walls. Lights are on? There's emergency level lighting. Okay. Definitely not full lighting. So there's a lot of like red. There's a few regular yellow lights. Most of the walls are kind of bare, but like right in this entranceway, you do see there's a couple like posters up. Uh, and there's Cerberus and Confederate logos on a lot of different things. Cerberus was like a division of the Confederate uh, military. Oh, okay. Uh, you remember. Uh, so there's one poster that says, like, Zerg, biological warfare. And it's it shows, like, a Cerberus ship, like, airdropping some Zerg out to some raiders, pirates, rebels, whatever. Okay. Some nerdy battles, clearly. Okay, so this was when Zerg Terrans were allied together. That was under the Confederate? It's complicated. Oh, okay. So these guys were using Zerg as weapons? Against bad people. Not specified. Yeah. Okay, Mensk wasn't the first one to do this then. Where do you think he got the idea from? Uh, there's another poster on the opposite wall that says, DBD, use the buddy system. And there's like a ghost who's like with a Zerg. A ghost and a Hydralist, they're both shooting some clearly traitorous villain. <laughs> Such elaborate don't be dumb posters. Yep. Now, like apparently don't be dumb goes all the way back to the Confederacy. It's a, it's a long-standing... Long-standing military tradition. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would like two purple vigilance checks from both of you. I succeed with one threat. You can take a strain. One success. Okay. Uh, you both hear kind of a scratching noise coming from a room off to the left. Where, like, there's... It's got a, just a whole metal door down. The whole place has a look of a bunker. I'm going to, quote-unquote, listen at that door. Sure. Do you want to give me some indication that you're... I'm stepping up to the door and putting my ear against it. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure because I was like, I'll bust in, but... Yeah. (laughs) But what I am really doing is I am doing my sense sense life. Does the door close behind us? Uh, After a few moments, it does, but it's not like the creepy slam shut. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out how much good air we were leaving. Your respirators come with a little sensor, and they indicate that the air in here is okay to breathe. Okay, so you you can just... Yeah, you don't want to keep it on. I can succeed at short range. That is sufficient. Uh, the next room, not super large. There is definitely one living thing in the next room. <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> oh, well, no, but it's 
Not that, a robot. That I'm confident there's only one thing there. Oh, okay. That's, okay. So Imogen will say, sounds like there's only one in there, but it might be pretty big. All right. You hear him scratch, like, right across the other side of the door. And it might know we're here. I guess the question is, is if we need to worry about it or not. Where do we need to go? Is this the only door? No, it's not the only door. This is the first door uh, on the left. And this is a Terran facility. You can obviously read all the signs and everything. What's the sign over the door? What is that room? Uh, that is... Zerg Mess Hall. Yeah. <laughs> Solitary confinement. Okay. So, but we heard it scratch. Did we see any damage to the... You didn't see, like, the door bulge out. Okay. Or anything. And uh, there is, like, a little slot in the door, as though, like, you have the option of opening it. And looking? Just a little bit, if you want. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, you're reckless. Yeah. Well, I figured we might as well secure the place if we're, you know... I was like, well, the clever solution would be, if he can't get out, then do we really need to engage him? But that's not how Lily thinks. She thinks we need to secure the area, and what is this thing in there? So yeah, she opens it up and looks in. Okay. Breakfast you open break. it up. I would like a two purple vigilance check. Failure with an advantage. Okay. The moment you start opening it, uh, this large claw sticks out and like rips it open the rest of the way. Okay. And like it is right in front of your face. Do we recognize what type of claw that is? I would like a three purple knowledge check in that case. You can get a blue from me because yeah. I'm looking at this too. Uh, but, like, this claw has control of this slot. You're not closing this right away without a contest at this point. Okay. I have to try to figure out whether or not that matters. I'm considering seeing if there's anything I can do to, like, make this door unopenable. What is the door made out of? Uh, solid metal of some kind. So if I shoot it with the frying pan laser, will that make the... Like, weld it shut? Well, I was going to shoot the claw... Oh. And then we close the thing, but I also didn't want like to just make the situation work by worse. As by the, the laser's not going to like bounce off the door and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, or I didn't know if it was going to like cut through part of the door and just make the problem. You'd probably have to like do some sustained. Okay. So two successes and a threat. Yep. Uh, you can mark a strain. You at first think, oh, it's just a hydrous one, but it's bigger. It's a little thicker, and it's almost got. It's like got triple claws. Like it's almost a hand. Okay. Properly. That's similar to, like, the Zerg Queen that you saw on So, Marsar. a smart Zerg. A smart Zerg. Oh, like the... What do we a Zerg that talked. It was a broodmother or something like yes. that. Yes. Which can produce more Zerg. One of the Kind ones. of. Or just you, order you, them around? You're not 100% sure how the hierarchy works. Okay. Oh, but I know she talks. Yeah, that... That Zerg you're familiar with, like, can vocalize somehow. Okay, so then I will say stand down or I'll shoot. Okay, I'll give shoot me a claw. coercion check. Uh, this is going to be a red, a purple, but you get a blue because she's in a containment cell. Failure and two advantages. Okay, this queen is not impressed. She is holding the slot open, and she vocalizes back to you like... You're not the, you're oh, not the captor here. Wait, that I'm not the captor? Is that what she said? Yeah. What other foolish Terran is taking over this facility? You Terrans can't contain me forever. All right, I think it's time to engage this Zerg. Hmm. We can do this interrogation if you want, since she's clearly a prisoner here. Right. So we might not be the ones that put you in there, but you're still at our mercy here. Tell us what you know about who did. 
I was getting ready to actually shoot. I was yeah. like, do we need to kill her? Can we take her? It sounds like coercion check. Yeah. Though. But if Imogen actually wants to talk. Yeah. Uh, make your coercion check. It is, I will say, two red. Do I get? You get the, the same blue die because, and you get. Do I get a, a Lily helping blue die? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I am willing to shoot her. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> as long as she talks to you, I'm not planning on shooting her. We have three successes. And you asked who put you in here? I told her to tell me about who put her in here. Since I'm not expecting her to be like, oh, this is the name, but she can yeah. be like, oh, it's one of you stupid turned ghosts, or, you know, it was a platoon of whatever. Like, it was yeah. a really long time ago. Whatever, from her Zerg perspective, she can tell me about who locked her up. Uh, she tells you it was this perversion of nature, Terran ghost. One of your kind. Taller than you, shorter than her. That sort of defies my way of the world with what Zerg think. Like, if she's like, it's a perversion of nature, and they're like, we'll just bend nature to our will. Yeah. Do you think of Zerg as a perversion of nature, or...? No, I was just thinking with how flexible they are with their genetic adaptations, the psionics must be a perversion to them. Like, I wouldn't expect a Zerg to think anything's a perversion of nature. I guess, from my perspective... I've come to gather that, that Zerg are psionically linked to each other for issuing commands and things like that. And all Protoss are psionic. And I think... They're the same thing. I don't think Zerg and Protoss are the same thing. What I think is that there are... It is reasonable that Protoss and Zerg who can think would think it's an aberration for Terrans to be psionic. Yeah. That That is not the purview of Terrans. That that is... Solely something that belongs to Zerg and Protoss. I could see. I, it surprises me that Zerg think of anything as aberrations. It's not that I don't think they have thought, but I just, with their adaptation, I was just like, okay, interesting. So there's a value system. Or yeah. maybe she just is mad. She seems pretty ticked. But she can see out? Through the slot, yeah, she can occasionally. Okay, yeah, so she she's actually... looking out at us. I wasn't sure if it was all just claw. Yeah, because she's got a claw that's keeping the slot open, and occasionally you catch her eyes. Okay. So if I shoot through the slot, I might be able to hit her in the face. You might be able to hit her in the face. <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> this is what Lily's thinking. I'm like, Ooh. that's a good assessment. Do you want me to keep making rolls, or can I keep asking questions, or what? You can keep asking questions, and when you... Let me think. You said that she's still tied up. Yeah, I think you can ask another question. Okay. She is in a room that is adjacent to the entry. Yes. I, I want to ask her, like, how long she's been in here, from her perspective, but also, like, is her captor still around? Because she could have heard him leave or something like that from where her cell is. Right. Since it seems that she heard us come in. Okay, give me a charm check at this point. Because you're, you're just asking an honest question. You're not at this moment threatening her, it doesn't sound like. I can roll charm if you want, but generally the books say that interrogation is okay, coercion. Okay, make a coercion check. Do I keep the lily blue die? Yeah, okay. lily's still here. Lily's still threatening with that laser. Two successes and an advantage. Okay, and you would ask, like, is essentially, is he still here? Yeah, and how long have, has he been holding you? Actually, did she say anything that indicated gender? About the person? Yeah. Uh, she did not, no. Okay. So I, I ask, how long have you been held here, and is your captor still around? Yes, the terrible ghost. He returned about a week ago. I've been here for weeks. He perverts Zerg. He cannot be allowed to continue. We can agree on that. I will not serve him. I will serve only the Queen of Blades. Just, you know, another Terran ghost. <laughs> I, I don't say that, but I the think The thought it. definitely crosses your mind. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. You are totally not wrong there. 
who is also, you know, perverting Zerg to her will. <laughs> you know, she is Zerg. Um, I'm just thinking about the tech. <laughs> My right. snow blob. Yeah, you can't tell if there's any tech in this Zerg's head. She's oh, in, like, a dark room. Yeah. You don't catch glimpses of her face and claws. Okay, so I think what I'm going to say is that we're here to stop his experiments. So if she knows what's best for her, she'll keep quiet about our presence. You don't even know where you're going. I know it. I've been through this facility. You let me out. Can I make some sort of vigilance? I, I'm not sure if I believe her. Oh, okay. She's trying to, yeah. She could be trying to trick me. That is absolutely true. Yeah, we don't know if Zerbo oh. or not. <laughs> Actually. You would like to... I would like to read her mind. Touch her surface level thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she does not have any ranks of adversary. Maybe she should, but I'm not going to lie. I succeed with two threats. Yes. You've never looked in a Zerg mind before. Not you've successfully. Tra- you've, like, you've glanced at <laughs> Snowball. I have tried to read Snowball's thoughts and not yes. succeeded. This is a much more complex Zerg mind. In some ways, it is almost human. There's like definitely complex thoughts going along, but it is also terrifying. Surface level thoughts. You get an image of her like ripping Neiman, and you can see him now. Okay. Like ripping him to shreds. Uh, but you also see some of uh, like shots of her like collecting some hydralisks and like ripping the tech out and like shepherding them out of this place. So she clearly has been elsewhere in this place. And either she has liberated Zerg before, or she that's her hope that she'll be able to do it. Yeah, I will... Yeah, you're taking too strain from these threats, because this is... It is graphic, and it is very weird feeling. Okay, clearly she hasn't already ripped Neiman to shreds, so she's thinking about what she wants to do. She's thinking about what she wants to do. You don't get any images of, like, her ripping you to pieces. Okay. Imogen steps back from the door, mm-hmm. and... Motions you away from it. Okay. I don't know how big this foyer is, but like to the other side of the foyer. Sure. So that we can drop our voices and speak quietly to each other. Oh, I was like, I was like, were you going to do something big to her? Or... Like she motions you away from the door and also does like a down motion with her arm, like for you to lower your weapon. Okay. Is Snowball just like standing at attention this whole time? You never told Snowball to stand at attention. He's just standing at ease this whole time. He's standing at ease. He's still behind the risk. So Imogen tells Lily that she thinks this Zerg can help us. Mm-hmm. That. All right. What's your plan? <laughs> she, if she knows the ways around the interior here, she wants to rip Neiman to shreds. And I'm not sure she's got a bad reason for it either. I don't know about these other Zerg. Maybe they're just pets, but... Did we find other Zerg? No, Imogen is speaking of, like, Zerg in general. Oh, okay. Like, Zerglings and Mutalisks and Hydralisks, these these creatures that seem to attack instinctually. Right, right. So what Imogen says is, I don't know about these other Zerg. Like, maybe they're just trained pets or animals or whatever. But she's a person. Right. Maybe one that hates us and, like, hates of all of our kind. An enemy fighter or whatever. But for right now, like, our purposes seem to align. She wants revenge. And she wants her hydralisks free from here. And free from the implants. We, we want to make sure none of our friends are here and being experimented on. Along the way, I feel like we can't help but learn something about 
what you may have been involved with. Right. I don't see us being able to broker any sort of like peace agreement between like her and Neiman. I agree that Zerg are a dangerous thing for Terrans, but I'm really confused right now about this sort of experimentation that's going on. And I realize that uh, we're maybe a little hypocritical here with our pal Snowball, and I don't know if she'll be able to detect that Snowball is not a normal Zerg. She might try to liberate Snowball as well. That's fair. But having a bunch of spines on our side directed at the person we're here to, like, stop. It's one thing to, like, study Zerg and try to find their weaknesses so that you can combat them. It's another thing to, like, weaponize them and use them on your side. So you want to let her out? (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the point. (laughs) I think we need to try to negotiate, like, some terms. I think I need to negotiate some terms. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I think we should try working with her. All right. Well, Neiman, or whoever this ghost is, he took our friends, made his own bed. It's definitely Neiman. Made his own bed. Just, you know, keep your frying pan at ready, since I don't know at what point she may change her mind. But right now it seems to me her plan is to stop Neiman and free her creatures. All right. I step back up to the doorway. So hard to convince Lily of anything. (laughs) Sure. That sounds good. Well, I wasn't sure how it would go since, you know, you have been a soldier and you have fought against Zerg and, you know. You fought with Zerg, too. That's... It's it's a complicated galaxy. (laughs) It's only getting more complicated when, like, now we're in dialogue with Zerg. Yeah, I think I'm finding Lily's morales are a little bit gray. (laughs) They fit the situation. They're a little more flexible than she would like to think. I mean... Imogen didn't come here to kill Neiman. Imogen has qualms with Neiman, but, like, experimenting on Zerg is not, like, a death sentence in her mind. Like, that's, you know, people are experimenting on Zerg or whatever, but... This is clearly a sentient Zerg. I don't... I honestly don't even know how Lily feels about, like, when they're torturing the Hydralisk. That, I mean... That made me feel bad. She might not stop it, but it's not... It's not right. You shouldn't do that to a creature, you know? Yeah. And... I feel like, I don't know why, but like just trying to tame Zerg like behaviorally feels way less bad than using technology in their heads to reprogram them. Yeah, I mean, we didn't do this to Snowball. Somebody else did it to Snowball, but we continue to benefit from it. True. But also now, like at this point, like I don't know, like... Well, we haven't actually benefited so much besides getting into this thing. Mostly I just feed him. (laughs) <laughs> but but he respects you in some way. That's true. And you just feed him, but you have some sort of affection for him. Right, yeah. So it's more, as far as Lily's concerned, he's more like a companion. Yeah. Like a, like sunshine. Right. Just, this whole situation is, is getting like more and more complicated, and, and trying to figure out what is the right thing to do is getting a little harder. That's harder when you find out your enemies are people. Lily's like, let's yeah. let her out, see what happens. <laughs> because, you know, people have the right to defend themselves from Zerg incursions, but the means in which you choose to do that is, is telling as well. I mean, a broodmother can make more. Mm, I don't know, maybe. As far as we know. It might just be like a Mother of Dragons kind of thing, you know, like she views herself as their her. Or she might control them or whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, from Lily's perspective, 
we can just kind of see how it goes. Okay. And if, if Imogen thinks she can broker a deal, that's good enough for right. Lily. Imogen steps back up to the little window slot. Damn it. It's like, shoot now or shoot her later. Maybe not at all. <laughs> Imogen says, we think we have friends here too who are being held against their will that we want let out. Same as you. We'll let you out and we can work together on getting this situation handled. If you want to tear him apart, that's up to you to do. But we need to find our people and get them out of here. What if the Zerg you brought in with you? He does not respond to my commands. He's not yours. To which brood does he belong then? Uh, his leader died. Who was his leader? She didn't give me her name before she shot at me. Do you have one? I certainly have blades. Okay, that's an interesting uh, angle. Because, like, right now, we've only ever met one other one of these, and that yeah. was on Marsara, and so I'm kind yeah. of assuming that Snowball was somehow, like, all the Marsara ones belonged to that. Right. So I'm not lying or anything here. No. Like, this is my understanding of that's, probably yeah, just, where Snowball came from. Right. So he has Pharaoh, and he should belong to me, then. If he's not responding to your commands, then, uh... Unless you, have you perverted him? We've been taking care of him. Then why is he so short? Stunts are gross because we didn't know what you wanted to eat. <laughs> I would like a... Okay, at this point, I think I realized she thinks he's a hydralisk who's just short. Yeah. Okay. Whereas up to this point, I've been thinking she knows he's a mind control, like a, a test subject there. Right. Uh, so at but this like, point, it's not obvious. Right, right, right. At this point, I realize now I am going to lie. And Imogen's response to that is just like, I don't know how you observe work, like which ones are tall and which ones are short. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) stupid foreigner. (laughs) I mean, you could be like, he's a, it's because he's not a hydralisk and I'm not answering any more questions. I don't want to introduce that information uh, because now it becomes apparent that she thinks he is one and not something else. So I will plead ignorance here. And I'll just be like, I don't know how tall your hydrosks are supposed to be. Like, maybe okay. he had stunted girls. Maybe he's from a small litter. Maybe he's the runt. Right, take a red and a purple. He's the runt hydrosk. <laughs> maybe you've been in the cage too long. You don't remember how big hydrosks are supposed to be. Yeah, maybe he just looks short because Lily's tall. <laughs> I succeed with one advantage. She believes you then that hydrosk is just short. You've not been taking good care of him then. What's more important to you? One hydralisk who hasn't been getting enough to eat lately, or half a dozen hydralisks? All my zerg are important to me. This one's not yours yet. Focus on what you have right All now. All zerg serve the queen of days. But... She freed us from the overmind. Through different lieutenants, is my understanding. You're not the only one on that level. She definitely narrows her eyes at you a little bit. That is correct. Your ghost perverted an overlord inside this compound. He's using that to control other Zerg. I cannot psionically break through. This place is getting better and better. <laughs> Alright. So there's time, an overlord? <laughs> time to pull out the Zerg hierarchy chart again. Sarah breathes and overlords are, overlords are not the floaty cloud sky things, right? Overlords are floaty cloud sky things. Okay. They, they which are like Zerg sensor relays. They're like Zerg sensor relays. That is correct. Okay. 
and Neiman has one, and he's using it to control other Zerg. And this is interfering with this creature, this, oh gosh, she refuses to give me a name. You've not asked I her. I have asked her. Oh yeah. Her name is Zagara. Okay. Well, that means she's going to survive this, because okay. she's got books written about her. It means that Zerg have names. I told this you. She's a person. <laughs> so Zagara can't control these Zerg because that overlord, yes. overlord is being used to control them. Which means that she either assumes or knows that Neiman isn't working for the Queen of Blades. Correct. Because she's obviously at odds. Right. So are you saying that the ghost here is controlling the overlord? Yes, he has perverted the overlord, issuing commands through it. Can you hear those commands? Do you know what these Zerg are being told to do? Um, no, she cannot. She does not know what his plan, like what he's using the Zerg for? No. She just knows she can't control them. Yeah. All right. Will you agree to not attack us or our companion or our the friends that we are here to rescue if we let you out and help you locate your people? If you agree to not hurt the other Zerg in this facility and to render your stunted Zerg to me. It's time for a negotiation check at this point. A red and two purples. You should get a blue because you are like you're the one who can let her out. Okay. I have failed with two threats. Yes. She wants Snowball as part of this deal. And yes. I am not in a position to make that bargain. I don't even know how to ask Snowball his opinion on this matter. I'll try. Hey, Snowball. <laughs> uh, do you want to go with this lady? <laughs> or stay with us? <laughs> yeah, there's just a... How, I go, okay, I go, do you like this lady? And then I don't know if I sense anything like he's like neutral, positive, negative. Get a pretty neutral flavor. Uh, you two seem a little tense around her. So that snowball kind of adopts that. But he didn't like alert that she was a, a danger. Because no. usually that's what he does, but also he's changed since. <laughs> so, he has changed. So I don't know. So he does not have a strong reaction. Then I'm just going to go with what Lily. She looks at him and says, Snowball's off the table. Unless he decides to go with you, he stays with us. You will tell us what he eats. <laughs> I don't know how important you think Then you will help me free every Zerg here. Every Zerg that has been perverted is to be left untouched, only there. And what if they attack us in the process of trying to free him? Then we want to destroy the technology that is controlling them. And once they are free of that, I can redirect them. Including the Overlord? <laughs> Cause, cause, can't yeah. the Overlord control her? No. Okay. The Overlord cannot control me. It's insufficient for that. But he can relay back to the Queen of Blades. We're not on her good list. They will probably turn on us. But this Overlord <laughs> is being controlled by Neiman right now. But she said every Zerg. That's why I was thinking. Every uh, Zerg in, in this here. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not taking on a new client to, to liberate every Zerg in the second. Well, I wasn't sure if the Overlord was in this thing, and that seems like we kind of run into, like... Is the Overlord on the list of Zerg that she wants liberated, or does she just want it destroyed? The Overlord should be put out of its misery. 
Okay. Unfortunately, it's been converted too far, too long. All right. And others are that attack us because they are being controlled. We are to target the devices that are facilitating the control. Yes. And if we destroy those devices, you will be able to rein them in so that they won't kill us. Yes. All right. I feel like those are terms we can agree to. We like can, right now, we I'm... can try. We can't promise shots will be true. Yeah. We can do our best. And unless they get a ship or something, they're stuck on this planet. And you know, I don't care. They can have this whole planet. That's a nice planet, huh? Okay. I think that's fair. I think we may get in trouble if she ever sees the device in Snowball's brain. Oh, we'll be in trouble as soon as she reconnects with the Queen of Blades and finds out how we're on Those the Those two! I'm not sure. <laughs> or that we gave those meddling Terrans <laughs> supplies. Okay, but for right now, like I, I don't know how they psionically connect back to the Queen of Blades wherever she is. That's a tomorrow problem. Yeah. Or maybe this afternoon problem. Okay. I think we can agree to those terms. You want your people, we want our people. We don't want any of them hurt unnecessarily. And then after we get out of this facility, we go our own separate ways. Fair. Unless the fighting goes really well, and then now Lily will do get, do any favor for you. Unless <laughs> <laughs> Lily becomes friends with all of you. Uh, yeah. She has fought alongside Hydralis. There's probably some Hydralis somewhere that could be, hey, Lily, I'm stuck. And she'd be like, all right. Come all right. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.